2: st john's wins bethel wins they're still in a collision chorus at the end of the regular season and that could mean more to bethel winning a head-to-head matchup with st john's joining us to talk about division three football from d3football.com pat coleman now pat let's start with uh, the same question i ask every week any surprises out there today
1: uh it's been a pretty interesting week in division three football i mean maybe not in the midwest midwest is uh has had some interesting games, maybe not upsets, but always interesting to see, you know, UW-Whitewater having to go toe-to-toe with River Falls. A couple of field goals late in the game to give Whitewater the win in that one. Uh, Washington and Jefferson in Western Pennsylvania picked up its first loss today. They were the number 11 team in the country. Um, that's probably the biggest surprise so far, at least in terms of how the top 25 looks.
2: But it, it stands out, and I brought it up earlier in the program about how well River Falls has been playing, and they gave Whitewater all they wanted. I mean, that, that's a huge positive because really in the WIAC, it's been about Whitewater and Oshkosh and Platteville, but we've seen lacrosse bounce back, and River Falls is having a fine season.
1: Yeah, they really are. So they're 5-2, and two, and they won three non-conference games against D3 schools also, so 2-2 two and two in the league. And, you know, I mean, Whitewater has beaten them 19 times in a row, but it hasn't been without drama uh, drama today. You know, there was a pretty cold and frozen Week 11 game a couple years ago uh, at River Falls that Whitewater had to rally and win that game. Whitewater had to rally and win uh, against River Falls at home a few years ago. So, you know, River Falls, I mean, Matt Walker's been there 11 years as the head coach. Uh, you know, that's a place where you get a lot of Twin Cities kids, right, and a lot of Minnesota kids going out to River Falls. So, you know, they're doing, they're doing all right. Um, one of these days they're going to push through and beat Whitewater, and then they finish with Platteville, Stout, and Oshkosh. So, you know, they just need to win one of those games. They would finish with a winning record for the first time since 2000.
2: Yeah, so a good story there. Uh, about lacrosse, they get the victory today. Playoff, Hope's still alive.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And, um, you know, the score is closer than the – than the uh, or the result is closer than the score would indicate, or it's the other way around. So uh, Stout scored late to make it a one-score game. Uh, you know, lacrosse wins that game 44-38. to 38. Uh, They host Stevens – they go to Stevens Point, they go to Whitewater. Obviously, Whitewater's the big game, you know, coming up in a couple of weeks – but I still think that lacrosse has a decent shot at getting in at an at-large if they're not able to win that game. Lacrosse has a loss on the season, but it's it's to a top-ten team in NCAA Division II. So if you've got D2 fans out there who remember a school called Grand Valley State, they've been pretty good over the years. Uh, that's the only team that lacrosse has lost to.
2: And as we mentioned in the MLAC, things... Uh... Pretty clear at this point uh, with St. John's in one division, Bethel in the other, and they're going to meet again the way it looks.
1: Well, it sure looks like it, right? I mean, obviously, uh, Bethel rolling big today against McAllister, 51-7. to I don't know if this is what McAllister wanted, or I'm sorry, 63-10 to is that one. I don't know if that's what Mac wanted when they come coming back to the league. They've got a long way to go to try to be competitive, and then St. John's pulls away to that 37-7 win. Um, yeah, obviously those two teams are, are top their divisions. I'm looking further down the uh, down the standings, too, I was really struck by uh, the way Carleton, you know, bounces back, and they beat Concordia Moorhead today, 28-27 in overtime. Concordia could have packed it in after losing to St. Olaf a couple of weeks ago, but uh, they're still chugging along at 6-1. and one. Obviously, finishing with Gustavus and St. John's, they put a dent in that, but it's been a pretty good year for
2: the Knights down in Northfield. All right. Always good to visit with you, Pat. Thanks. Thanks, Steve. All right. There he is, Pat Coleman. deed3football.com. So uh, no surprises of note in the Upper Midwest. And in the MIAC, as we pointed out, just two games to go before those crossover games, and that would give you St. John's and Bethel in uh, that final game of the regular season, and that that would be those uh, championship week games, and and that would be very interesting uh, indeed. Uh, th- those crossover games as well, and that that would set the stage for St. John's and Bethel. And because St. John's won the first meeting in the regular season, they, they go at it again at the end of the regular season, and that uh, that that could be a big deal for the Royals.
1: How powerful is Cox Internet?